Disclaimer. What you are about to hear is a lot of gibberish, wrong information, and off-topic ranting. You have been warned. Lilo DiCaprio can play the killer. Michael B. Jordan to beat Mrs. Star. Urge Jilly lose the smoke position. We about to talk about Bushy Pictures. Lilo DiCaprio can play the killer. Michael B. Jordan to date Mrs. Star. Urge Jilly lose the smoke position. We about to talk about Bushy Pictures. Welcome to the show. Your favorite actor. My favorite actor. Our favorite, favorite actor. actor. I know what that means. This is another episode of the Leo B. Jalen Hall, the podcast, man. The podcast where we're supposed to be talking about the movies, but easily get off the subject and get to talking about something else. But you can almost guarantee that we might maybe mention something other, the, another, the other. I am Leo Archibald, a.k.a. Oh, uh, young Denzel, O'Shea Bratz in the third. Y'all know, y'all know the the usual suspects, but did you know that it's Nace? Can you hear me now? All right. Good. Yeah. All right. It's Nace. I know y'all know that. Who else am I? Is uh, Napton Marvel? <sighs> Nader Park. Nate feet apart. How to Nate your dragon? Mm-hmm. Triss. Tyler Nary and Medea's family funeral. Tyler Nary. <laughs> Nary Abel. Uh, no manchas fridas. Nate. <laughs> the Lego Movie Nate, the second part. <laughs> and Anita Battle Angel. My angel, you're my, my darling angel. Oh, I'm weird, uh, but also I'm the Fabian Messiah himself, the one to know. They don't get it misconstrued. Rolly man, what's up, everyone? It's your boy Joaquin Pennyworth, aka Kayanya Taylor Joy Van Zandt, aka Pusha K, aka Kai Dollar Sign, aka. A the big man, aka Hoodie K, aka Neon Ember, aka Uncle Hami, aka Sweet Lady. Whoa, would you be my sweet love for a lifetime? I'll be there when you need me. Let's call and receive me like a technical foul. All right. Do you see any new movies since the last episode? The only movie I remember seeing is a movie entitled Us. Directed, written, and produced by Jordan Peele. Starring Winston Duke and Lupita Nyong'o and kids. (laughs) And don't forget about Elizabeth Moss. And Tim Heidecker. Yeah, and the white guy. <laughs> yeah, I didn't watch anything else either, so let's get into this spoiler-filled review. Because I feel that's just the only way you can talk about this movie. Basically. Alright, so, let's just open up things with Off Jump. How'd you feel about this movie? Oh, this movie was real good. I enjoyed it. Uh, my uh, opinion on the movie aligns uh, more along with the critics. Even though I've just been hearing a lot of random people just saying now this movie is whack. (laughs) 
it's yeah. crazy. Y'all the only ones that saying it. Because <laughs> I don't feel that way. Uh, just heard two people today talking about how it was whack. Talking about how one person had to get up and leave because it was so just garbage. Okay, how how can that you leave? It's outrageous. You leaving like before you get to the end or? That's, that's, I must have got, I don't know. I, don't know. I can't be biased. It's not like this is Donald Glover or Seth Rogen or somebody. So I'm not biased. And I'm just sitting there, I'm watching it, I'm like, there ain't nothing whack about this. Just sit there and be entertained. The worst case scenario, sit there and count the bunnies or something. <laughs> like, count things you notice. Like, do, <laughs> do something, because there's no reason. The movie looked good, and I felt like it was good, and I felt like it was entertaining enough. Just people just was too busy just wanting to get out, too, and not realizing that typically a director, when he does a next movie, is not the same as the other one unless he's doing a sequel. Like, we don't say nothing when I'm not going to go see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and be mad that Django ain't killing <laughs> slave masters and stuff in it. Yeah, like, why Leonardo DiCaprio ain't no, uh, no slaver? Yeah, like, I don't like this. <laughs> Even though that movie, that trailer, we're going to talk about that in a second, but yeah, I feel like that trailer is very different than how the movie is actually going to be. <laughs> and from, uh, yeah, it probably is going to be different, but I could tell that somebody is going to go for, well... They got to get a gold. Well, they're going to go for get an Oscar for this for a comedy film. <laughs> of course. Because <laughs> you know this is perfect. I'm like, this is the perfect comedy. Because <laughs> yeah. you know how they do. They don't like putting regular comedies in yeah. there. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I can. The, just that little scene at the end of the trailer alone where he's just, I'm like, this dude, put, this dude putting on a classic. That's all my creative dudes from now on going to be named Rick Dalton on 2K. <laughs> Going forward, they all gonna be named Rick Dalton or Jack Twist. Mine is going to be Jennifer Depp. Oh my gosh! They don't have a, even with his name on there. They still gonna say, "No, nah, we don't have that last nah, name." Nah, they got it on there. Nah, I, I just make him ninety nine overall. I don't believe it. Anyways, but yeah, I, I thought the movie was good. I was entertained. Um, I enjoyed it. Didn't like you know when you get to, when you in the big you know IMAX theater, typically got signed seats, and I got in there. My little uh, crew and. Some people were in my seats, but yeah. luckily for some reason, it wasn't even that crowded. And yeah. this was afternoon. This was like prime time hours. So I was like, mm, yeah, that's weird. Huh. And this is about to be a real big opening. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to gauge uh, movies anymore because I'll see like, and we made about 200 at the box office. And I'm like, I had plenty of space in my theater. It was definitely plenty <laughs> of space. I just, instead of making a, a cause of commotion, like, get up and see, I'm like, there's so many yeah, other like, seats just, that it would look so silly for me to be like, you need to go sit in one of these <laughs> other like, million seats. <laughs> That's the struggle with those type of theaters when there's so many seats. It's easy to get like, okay, like, okay, there's a big theater that didn't have the assigned seats before, but they ain't changed nothing but just added seat numbers. Like, yeah. you get a little struggle, but yeah, best believe if uh, the theater was a little crowded. Oh, yeah, they would have been up. I'm like, pardon me, you got to yeah, uh, my seat, playboy. You sit on them steps. Like I used to see kids do in college when our classes would be too full. And I'm like, y'all wanted to be. <laughs> if I'd have looked around and really walked up all the aisles and there was no seats, yeah. I'm, I'm just missing this class. <laughs> and for one, you was late. <laughs> you, you didn't get a seat to the. Uh, yeah, I done miss class just cause. Yeah, so I definitely won't mind missing class because it's too filled. It was typically, you know, people that you would possibly see at like. The Jackie Award show sitting on the steps because they wasn't about to miss <laughs> miss their class. 
because they couldn't find where to park their Range Rover yeah, or yeah, their Lambo. Nice cars. I'm like, you can sit in my seat. I ain't retaining none of this anyways. Fulfill anyways. I'm writing bars. But yeah, um, I also uh, enjoyed the movie. And it's not necessarily on a, like, if it's a good or bad thing. It's just more that the movie was interesting to me. Like, I like movies that make you think or that you know that you're trying to do more than just watch a movie for entertainment value. It's trying to tell you something. You got to, like, piece the puzzles together or piece the puzzle pieces together to try to figure out what it actually is. On top of, like, movies with twists, I always enjoy those. Yeah, I just liked it off of just entertainment value of, like, what I was seeing. Like, I liked seeing them fighting and doing all that stuff. Like, just because it's not going certain people's way of what they want to see, you can't just enjoy what you are seeing. That's yeah. what was driving me crazy. I'm like, this is still cool. It's like that. So, you don't you didn't like the story, but so what he said wasn't funny to you still, though? <laughs> <laughs> like... Now, yeah, I think, like, like you said, people just uh, want it to be, like, get out. And I don't know if they want it to necessarily be the same. I think they want it to be as, what's the word, as digestible as Get Out was. Because Get Out was a think piece in a way, but the way he did it, he made it very, I mean, I mean I'm pretty sure people left it and was confused by what was being said, but yeah. it was very straightforward. It was just metaphorical, but it was straightforward at the same time. So he took, like, the message, put it in a cool story, and, you know, try to, you know, put some artsy little style of movie making behind it, but people were still able to get it. And it's, it spoke to something that's very prevalent now in all this, the, the race relations that's coming back to the forefront. And I guess it was, you know, people were like, when it comes to like, oh, we don't like white people. <laughs> we love this movie. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's why they, you know, that's what they were looking for, something similar. But in a way, he gave you something similar, but also different. Yeah. Like he even said that uh, Get Out was a documentary and this is a horror, horror movie. movie. Yeah. So he wanted to, you know, increase or get better at the craft of making film, but also still do what I'm pretty sure he's going to try to do with a lot of his stuff is give you a message and, you know, give you something behind it, but also entertain you in a different way. So, like I said, documentaries, they're pretty straightforward about what they're trying to tell you. It's, it's supposed to be informative. So that's what Get Out was. This one is a horror movie, so it had the whole horror trope and the whole horror vibe to it. But, of course, he wanted to tell you something again, but it's not a documentary, so he didn't want it to be as straightforward as some people would have liked. Yeah. And I and I, I can understand why people... You, know, you don't have to like the movie if you don't want to. That's fine. But I just wish that people didn't like it for just because they didn't understand it if you didn't like the story that's fine like okay that's on you but if you didn't like it just because you didn't understand it then i'm just like i said then uh, i like to jokingly call them like robots because you like movies where they tell you exactly what to think like all right this has a beginning middle and end i'm letting you know this guy's the good guy this person's the bad guy everything is resolved at the end i let you know that they lived happily ever after blah 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 that's all gravy and whatnot, but every once in a while, it's cool to have these little think pieces type of movies. Yeah. And you could even do that with this movie if you want to go in there super blind. The Helen Keller. The who do they have? <laughs> do they have a scale of just how like once you hit blind, where you just can't see nothing? Is there blinder than that? It has to be, because Daredevil was blind, but yeah, he saw, he, like, flames. Yeah. <laughs> I know Stevie Wonder sees all yeah. dark. 
My dog is blind, but when he walked into the house, <laughs> yeah, he, he looked at me the whole time we walked in. And <laughs> yeah, I, he ain't. I don't. After that story about him making it across six lanes of traffic, yeah, ain't no way he a hundred percent blind. He he may just see shades. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he he's, sees maybe like the color blue hair. So like black. occasionally, yeah, he got he got me a very specific. He see like magenta. Yeah, but he he I don't believe that he is a hundred percent blind, except for when he falls down the steps. Yeah, then, then he <laughs> gotta do. He gotta like keep up the act. Yeah, like, you can't just uh, like try to like let me let me stumble down yeah. these steps real let me, quick. Let me run into a wall yeah, or two. Just bonk my head on something. Let me bark at nothing yeah, just to make it seem like I don't know them, what I'm barking at. But uh, yeah, you could act like like you could look at this movie like the um, the tethered. You can just they're the villains. The main people are the good guys, and they uh, kill them. If you want to go in there very dumbly, you can watch it like that and possibly enjoy it. Like you say, you you can not like this movie, but let the reasons be like the same reasons you would not like Geely or something. Yeah, like, there's plenty to choose from with that movie. Yeah, like the <laughs> like the acting was bad or something. Not just because you ain't like the explanation. Right. Or somebody say the movie was predictable. The only thing in regards to predictable, if they would elaborate it, if they would explain it, then I would either disagree or agree. Because I would say the twist was predictable. But I still liked it. I'll say, yeah, it's not a. I think people think it has to be like a, this has to be a movie you overthink. Yeah. You know, some movies like like when I go see uh, Endgame, I'm hoping they beat Thanos. That'd be, <laughs> that'd be pretty crazy. <laughs> if, Y'all see, like he he killed them all again. Like, he's like, oh, he, he finished them all. Yeah, he, he ended that this. That would be dark. Yeah, that, oh, they yeah. really. They should let. Nah, I don't, I don't want that to happen. But if they want to hurt everybody so yeah. for this three hours, uh, if I kill this- Iron Man, kill all the people that we know don't got a sequel coming out. That's fine. You can do that. That but- would be so. <laughs> Iron Man, Captain yeah, America. I mean, I would still cry. <laughs> I'm like, this is crazy. If I'm investing three hours into a movie that's this big, that- I'm walking out filled with emotions. I don't care what happens. Yeah. Now, we discussed how crazy it is to fall asleep in Infinity War. Three hours. If I fall asleep in Endgame, that's a little more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> only for the sheer length of time. But let me go. Let me. When, I, maybe I need to look up the synopsis beforehand to see when I should start to take my nap because I ain't gonna make it. Granted, I made it through uh, us. I was proud of myself. I didn't. Now, <laughs> now what I uh, told my family is I had one of the longest blinks of my life. <laughs> that, that blink was crazy. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm getting sleepy. Like, I blinked in the... I don't know what happened, but I didn't sleep, though. No, because I was wide awake. My eyes just closed for, like, a long time. I felt like a big exhale, and then I opened them back up. I'm like, I'm good. But that was a sign I was sleepy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you hit that, that, that mid-fatigue. Yeah. That always happens in the middle of a movie. It gets very bad. <laughs> I, I can't... So, there's been occasional times where I just fall asleep in the beginning of the movie, which that's pretty yeah, crazy. that's rare. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's not as frequent as the midpoint. Sometimes you'll get a, like, not at the beginning of the movie, but before they get into the juice of the yeah. movie. And oh, that that's when you know, like, I'm about to see it again. <laughs> God, this ain't going to be a fun experience. Because if I'm sleepy now, oh, I'm going to be sleepy all the, the way through the movie's going to be full Z's. Yeah. But I don't even remember what we were saying about us. <laughs> yeah, <me neither. laughs> um, all right, jumping. I know. I think he's mentioned something about the acting or whatever. Did you like Winston Duke's act? Winston Duke's See? acting. That's. <laughs> I was watching it. 
Maybe I am biased. But no, if I didn't do if I didn't give Michael B. Jordan the benefit of the doubt, then I can't be biased. Because I was watching this, I'm like, why wouldn't some Duke acting like this? Granted, is this what? The second movie I've seen him in? Yep. So <laughs> I'm like I'm like uh, I don't really like your acting, but then I convinced myself that it was fine. See, I had, I had a similar range of emotion when it started. I was like, kind of coming off a little weird but then as the movie went on i started to be i thought i started to think that he did a good job because the more you got to know his character his character seemed to be that person who was trying to be that corny yeah i think he was yeah that corny dad that that uh, the you know that soft guy that who's just trying to be tough for his family but deep down that's not really in him yeah. so once i like once you was watching the movie then mind you i saw this movie twice but uh <laughs> once that i you know watching it again i was like okay he did do a good job because I think we only look at it that way because, and we kind of we talked about this in the last episode. How when I was saying that Jordan Peele originally didn't want him to do the role because he didn't think he would be believable, just coming off of playing somebody like Mbaku. I think that kind of like plays in your psyche unknowingly because you see this dude who is at least got to be like six five, yeah, and is big dude wide enough to take up the whole bed. That was crazy. <laughs> so, and you see him just <laughs> acting all goofy and dabbing and just yeah, doing all that just that, <laughs> that corny stuff he was like this don't feel right but yeah. then you like or maybe that's how we look at people when they act corny like you make me uncomfortable with your yeah, corniness yeah. so i think he actually did a good job and yeah. it didn't help that he was going up against lupita who, who was, was putting on a performance yeah so now speaking yeah. of her do you think her uh acting performance lived up to the hype that we was reading about or did it uh, underwhelm some, think, or was it right in the middle? I think it probably lived up only because once it started and everything, I I forgot all about how people were talking about how great she was, and I was just able to enjoy it for myself, and I felt like she did a real good job. She acted in a way, obviously, ain't nobody ever seen her act before, so I thought that was good to be able to transform into two different, like she was, neither of her characters were just like a normal person, so... She had to show range for both uh, roles, so I like that. Yeah, I thought I don't. Um, I would put it more in the middle, and it's not to say that she did a bad job or anything. I think she did a great job. It's only the fact that I only think she did a great job because you put both of them together. If and each each time she played like the way she was, you know, when she was playing Red or when she was playing Adelaide, she did the you know phenomenal job with both of them. She just didn't do enough as each person. For me to be like, yo, that was, that was a, uh, just, will go down as probably one of the best performances I've seen in like a while, and that's how I felt like people were trying to hype it up as. But when you put it together and you take like the best moments from each one, I think that's when it becomes one of those great performances because that scene where she's looking out the window when she's talking to Gabe, and she's explaining like why she she doesn't want to be at the beach or whatever, and how she got that weird vibe over, her, and how she feels like that little girl is coming to get her. I thought that was great acting because she was really carrying or she was really conveying a uh, um, emotion, but without looking at the camera and you could tell that, you know, you just heard her and you didn't have to see her face, but you could tell that you could, you could picture what her, the face that she was making and everything like that. And then everything with red, just the fact that she was able to get her voice to sound like that the whole time. That, that's, that was crazy. That ain't something I expect from somebody like yeah. Peter. And then the way she... Actually, like Jim Carrey. And <laughs> <laughs> somebody locked the line. <laughs> he was used to making crazy voices. 
And then the fact that the way she did her movements were so different for each one, like the precision that Red had was just cracking me up because every time she would just look turn look behind her uh-huh. and then just move all gracefully and like it was yeah. like she was that, tied to a straight line or something. That added the creep factor to it. Made yeah, it she was scarier. Yeah, but they why they had to make her look as beat up as she did. Everybody else just looked like throw some makeup on them, mess their hair up a little bit, but yeah. they went to extreme measures to make her look like complete trash. <laughs> the white people just look like their hair didn't get washed. Yeah. Uh, the Winston Duke looked normal. He just took his glasses off. Yeah, he <laughs> got a beard. Yeah, the girl, they just slicked her hair back and put some black around her eyes. Yeah. The, the kid, they just put the mask on his face and uh, gave him a little burn. Everybody else, I'm like, man, they just, they ain't, they ain't play y'all like they play Lupita, but whatever. <laughs> Yeah, I thought she did a great job. Um, so shout out to Lapita. Um, what I was saying about the twist earlier, I think I just cut myself off and got distracted and said something else. Uh, like we were saying, how the twist is predictable, but it's good. I think uh, why I enjoyed it so much is because I don't really, I mean, I look at it as a, a twist, but I don't think his intention was for you to be super shocked. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, he was just making, like, he wasn't doing, like, if, um, we all know Jordan Peele's capable of doing something that's shocky, so he clearly was just making the movie. Like, that's how it ended. Yeah. And he wasn't like, look at this big reveal. And and I think it's because all the the hints in the movie, I think he wants it to be like, yo, if you go back, if you actually like pay attention to the movie, it won't be a surprise. You'll, you'll respect the craft of how I said it to you without saying it to you. More yeah. than you'll expect, like oh, that came out of left field because because yeah, he said he said like they said all the stuff in the movie basically yeah like, like what happens and then um like and going back and watching it again I was able to like make notes of all the times that you knew that you know they she wasn't who she you know yeah what the twist is it's hard to explain because I confuse myself red <laughs> is actually Adelaide Adelaide is actually red and just going back and forth with it yeah. but. Like I said, that scene where she was looking out the window. Uh-huh. She says it then. That little girl's going. Yeah. Coming you, after me. And when we first meet who, who comes to be who she actually was, when we first see her, she's faced the opposite way while the above ground Adelaide is looking at her. And so I guess that, that to me that was like some kind of foreshadowing in a way. You got the whole voice aspect ratio while the rest of them just be making animal sounds. She's the only one who can talk, but yep. it sounds like her voice has been underused recently. Yep. So I thought that was pretty dope. The way she was telling stories, she'd be like, "Once upon a time," and she would word it in like very kitty dialogue. It wasn't her voice like that because the red or the above ground Adelaide choked her. Oh yeah, it could be that too. Vocal cords. Yep. Oh, yeah, it could be that. Yeah, yeah, it might be that. That that's another way to look at it. I was looking at it as like she didn't since she was yeah, that's around what I the rest of figured them. originally. I'm like, and then they showed uh, showed her get choked. And yeah, then that, um, that could be it too. Uh, she even what is she said something? What did she say? Dang, now I done slipped my head. But she said, what did she say? Dang, I can't remember. But she uh, basically said something that just like basically mentioned. Oh yeah, she she said that um, they said she was different than uh, oh, the yeah. other one. So mm-hmm. that just tells you like. Oh, right. We know who you are. Yeah, that should that should perk that up. Uh, she she says or uh, the above ground Adelaide at the time when she was talking to you know Elizabeth Moss's character and she was looking at her like it's, you, you something wrong and she was just like um, I've always I just have a hard time just talking 
And at the time, it just like that line kind of stands out because it kind of sounds weird. Yeah, because it was out of nowhere. Because she was, I felt like she. I hadn't at that point when you just watching the movie, you don't you ne- don't necessarily notice that she doesn't talk. Yeah, like yeah, she yeah, they do have a camera on. It's just she says words here and there, but she doesn't talk often. And then she does talk at the same time a bunch in the movie, especially when things start to go down. But that that line really stands out for a reason. Ultimately, at the end, how does she uh, get with Winston Duke and stuff? Like she had enough uh, gift the gab to <laughs> hold conversations with him. Yeah, he seemed like a goofy fella. He was just sat and he was like, "I'm fine with her being able to just barely speak." Like, oh, cool. More time for me to talk. <laughs> uh, what else we have? Uh... Every time Adelaide would kill somebody, she would be a little too much into it, making grunt sounds. Yeah, first, yeah, they showed it. That, that was the other foreshadowing part of the the son, uh, Jason, noticing uh, a couple times how hyped his mom was yeah. when she was catching some bodies. Yeah, especially like, I mean, it came full circle at the end, and that's why I'm pretty sure everybody was like, okay, there's something right, because she went full tether, like, yeah, <laughs> she was pulling on all the gums. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then smiling and whatnot. So that was definitely the full giveaway. And she just tried, also in that end, she tried too hard to show Jason that she, that, that she was his mom. Yeah. I don't think he, like, you and the other one never looked alike. So it, that wasn't something <laughs> that you could, like, y'all are the same person, but you yeah. would never get y'all mixed up. <laughs> so I don't know why she felt the need to do that. Because mm-hmm. she felt, you know, she was trying too hard. And then, uh, what, what was that scene? Uh, blanking, blanking, blanking. Uh, I can't remember. But uh, what was it? Yeah, there was just like pieces. I mean, you got the the red from the beginning. I was wondering why that apple was so predominantly red compared to everything else. Oh yeah. And then all the little reds in the thriller the logo, the uh, exit logo, mm-hmm. the the red in the owl's eyes when she goes in the mirror house, and all that type of stuff. So you know that ends up playing a big deal in. You know, red and the messaging and the whole hands across America thing too. So, yeah, and then even seeing um, uh, how she was acting towards the the tethered kids. Um, oh yeah, she's yeah she started to look at them with some sort of like they were her kids. Yeah, and then you could kind of tell like because the natural reaction would be like, let me kill these kids too. Yeah, which and, is still weird because they're not her kids, but they're yeah. tethered people like she is. Yeah. So, so I mean, I, I get it. Yeah, and, that is, yeah, that is also weird because she ain't had no hesitation when it came yeah. to killing uh, <laughs> them other ones. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, it, that, as soon sense. as I saw that, I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, they was acting like that. And then also the fact that she was always down to go back into battle. While the, everybody else was staying behind, she was always the one going to get the keys, yeah. uh, jumping out the van or jumping out the car, running after the sun, yeah. picking up that uh, whatever that little thing she was using as her weapon of choice. Yeah. But while Gabe and the daughter, and they was always just playing the background. Yeah, I wanted, <laughs> I wanted to know why they was okay, not stopping. I'm like, stop! Yeah. Don't go out there. <laughs> the end was very weird. Like I got like you know that they those are the character traits now that we're at the end of the movie, but. When she just goes after the son, and they basically just say, we're going to forget about uh, the dad and the daughter, basically. We're just going <laughs> to show them quickly at the um, the ambulance, and then we're just going to go about our day. Because there's no reason why they would just be like, all right, she got this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we straight. That did, that just felt very weird. Um, what else about this movie was dope? I thought Jordan Peele stepped his directing, like, the 
the technical stuff of directing up. Yeah, he showed he's capable of doing that stuff. Yeah, like the the angles he was using, especially at the beginning, and then the way the beginning played back at the end in comparison, like the different point of views, especially like from young Adelaide and stuff. I thought that was, I thought that was good. It felt needed because it made the shot look more personal and things like that. So it kind of kind of looked like how like a. Like not necessarily like a blockbuster movie feel, but it had like a big budget movie look, but with a horror a horror movie right. concept in the way it's acted out. Because we know horror movies now don't really cost anything. Nope. To make and, thanks to Blumhouse, yeah. <laughs> like, you can make all these movies cheap. Now y'all gonna look stupid if y'all try to make a big budget <laughs> scary movie. Well, you spend a bunch of money on that blood. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see what else. I I what I don't understand about the movie is. How those two, how the boys were the only ones who had like a movement connection. I thought, what did I, I'm, I, yeah, I, I need to, I want to look that up because that was interesting. Like, yeah, how he was able to kill him, his tethered self by backing him up into the, uh, the, the fire, uh, the car that was on fire. And he did something else in the movie as well, where he was a, the the tether one just kept mimicking his emotion, his movement sometimes, but yeah. nobody else did that. So I forget, like it, I had thought of something, but now I can't. There were so many different things, and I wasn't writing nothing down. So yeah, this, I took a bunch of notes, and I ain't movie. even really read anybody's theories yet. I'm going to, but I wanted to wait. Yeah, it was hard. I, I I tried to as soon as the movie left. But since I saw it on Thursday night the first time, ain't nobody put it up yet. So I had to wait till like Saturday and was starting to read a little bit of them. Milkshakes, she read a, a bunch of them, or a, a good amount. She had some different thoughts. Maybe next week she'll be on here. So I think that, about it. See, I think that's cool. Like the fact that you know that you when you leave a movie, you want to still think about it more because you put in all this hard work to make these movies, and then people just be like. That's good, or that's whack, but I ain't never going to see it again. Uh-huh. Or I'm not even going to think about it. I'm going to move on to the next movie because next week three movies come out, yep. and I got to move on from it. But the fact that a movie will stay in your head even just a day or two after where you're still like going in, going back and thinking about it, I think mm-hmm. that's sweet. That's why I like movies like Enemy, which is still one of my favorite movies just for the fact that that's a, that's a sheer thinker. The Lobster and just things like that. Is what I enjoy. Now I can still think the movie is whack. Uh-huh. It got to be literally very whack though. Like <laughs> the message you deliver, and once I figured it out, I'm like, oh, that's stupid. Why'd you deliver it like that? But the fact that you're able to make me think about it, and if I could be like, okay, I can see that. Like that was a cool way you did that. Then I got more appreciation for the movie. Mm-hmm. So you got your me- messages that's going on in the background. I have those. I'm still not too sure on. I have my ideas. I think it's more or. I think it could be about, um, like the whole, uh, the good versus evil type of thing, like with the, like within the um, uh, the America, like how people you know think they're doing good, but ultimately they're unknowingly unknowingly doing bad for the country, and it's just like who is actually good around here, who's actually bad. It's it's hard to actually choose which side of the fence somebody is actually on because we all look at things differently. That That's where I think the twist comes in mind because she, you kind of see her like coming to the real or remembering the fact that she is the people that she's been trying to kill this whole time. So then what does that make her? Is she now just going to go back to living just like a regular person or is she going to start vibing with the tether people and their whole thing because she actually made it out and just, 
And it's just like who is actually the good guy in the whole situation. That's why I think that people weren't really rooting for her at the end when she killed herself because you think she's a good guy, but up until that point, or up and when you get to that point, it's just like you feel a vibe and you feel something change. Yeah. You're like, I don't, I don't feel comfortable necessarily rooting for her, especially the way she's all enjoying the fact that she's killing this person. And then I feel like there's like a classism thing with it because the tether people are more like the under, under or the less privileged as the above ground people are privileged, and they even make a comment in the movie how people above ground take for granted what they have, and the tether people wouldn't if they got the chance that's why they're so crazy and willing to try to take over and stuff like that so i think i think that is more what i'm interested in figuring out what he was trying to say because that i still don't have a good grasp on and yeah i couldn't at first i thought i was trying to read into it to see if it was more and then at some points i'm like no this maybe this is just straightforward there ain't nothing to it could be but then i'm like no i think he had a little something so i think it's just I don't think it. I think it may not be as big as everybody is assuming it would be, just based off of how Get Out was and yeah. how this was looking. But I think it may just be like something a little smaller, because like he said, it, this is his horror movie. Right. And so when you leave, you know, a Conjuring movie, you ain't necessarily not a Conjuring about it. peace and love. That's <laughs> what the message behind that is. When you leaving a uh, Lala or Curse of the Lala, ain't it? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's about slavery. <laughs> Mexican, that's about Mexican genocide. Yeah. <laughs> if that's even a thing. Yeah, and he he said in an interview this movie is about Amer- or about the country, so yeah. he kind of like he kind of gives Most you a hint. Then he uses something that was a thing back in the day for yeah. the country, hands across America. So you can mm-hmm. he's giving you details, and, and so the movie's called U.S. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it might it might be very simple, but you know he's playing with that idea of like I'm throwing things at you. You could take it as to be simple, or you could try to look deep into it and come up with yep. different things. But I'm gonna well, let that be up to you. Yep. Because only he knows what he really meant. Yeah, that's movie watching. And I, like I'm not. I don't have to tell you. You can come up with as small yeah, things you want. Or make as the big. movie what you want it to be. Yeah. I make it you and you take it as you want to take it. Dang, that, mean, that tells me the people who don't like this movie ain't got like an imagination because <laughs> they ain't built nothing. You're supposed to build off of this. I tell people, I was, I was gonna say, I jokingly called him robot. I called Brianna a robot, and I called <laughs> my brother a robot because they both did not like the movie. <laughs> Brianna, she she disliked it less as time went on, and she was she was, if you go listen to the new shared door episode, which should be up by the time this is out, you can listen to her reasons for it. Tony, I just knew he just didn't like the movie. <laughs> He, I knew he wasn't going to like it when the movie ended. Uh, <laughs> you didn't you know, like this one. And then also, I just want to point out, I thought the humor in the movie was done well. It wasn't too much. It wasn't too little. And it was realistic. And yeah. it helped undercut the tension in some scenes with stuff that you probably would go through if you were in, put in that very situation. Yeah. Like, I, the, like the dad and the little girl, they had a lot of uh, a few little moments in there that eased it up because if if it wasn't for like little funny moments they had this movie would have been non-stop tense once you know all the stuff started happening and i thought one of the funniest moments was when there was a uh, debate who had the highest kill count oh yeah that's that funny. was just that little that <laughs> little random things in there like not, i had the i got two I kills killed, i killed the twin <laughs> so that was funny and then the 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 you know adelaide she was real talkative when it came to talking about the kill count like nah, nah I, I killed a lot. She was, you thought she was dead. Yeah, but I, I just killed back. her. <laughs> I went back and caught that body real quick, so I get that one. I get the full <laughs> point. Uh, uh, that was just something I had just popped in my head. Something with the sun. No opposite of moon. 
That's whack. Is the sun the opposite of the moon, or are they just... In this bar it is. <laughs> Dang, it was something that I noticed with the... I can't remember. But a lot of people think, you know, the sun was switched to... I don't know. Did he? Uh, he the little, his little smirks he had at his at um Adelaide, like at the end and everything. And we know he... When they were on the beach, he um, ran away. Or not, you know, he went to the bathroom. Then how did his face get all burnt? Or did they burn his face so you stopped talking? I have, I have no clue. People just assume, feel like he knew something. and they, But some people also think he might have been switched um, prior. Because didn't they say like he had an accident with the, the fire or something like that? And then they also mentioned how... He he couldn't he hadn't had his little lighter thing since the year before or whatever. Maybe because they were making a big deal about that stupid thing, and I still don't know what that thing does. I saw a spark a light one time. Yeah, so he couldn't couldn't huh. get it to work or something. So there there was something else within that. Um, I wasn't hearing people. Maybe I'll I'm gonna look that up see if somebody like that can... could be and. I mean, that'll be sweet. I mean, they, it's they explained better. Yeah, he went out his way to show, like, to show the uh, fun house or whatever when he went to go to the bathroom oh, to yeah. make you kind of think, like, is he about to walk in there? Could have. I wouldn't be, wouldn't be surprised. I'd be sweet if there's, like, a good reasoning behind it. Uh, I like the uh, fight scene between Ray, Red and Adelaide at the end of the movie. I call it a nice little arti- arti- artistic uh, altercation because it was basically just it looked like a like a dance happening yeah, that was, yeah the clash of two different styles and it just was so weird to watch and it was still good at the same time so i enjoyed that one i liked um because like you could kind of see like the crowd you know typical in like these type of movies you know when like in get out for example since the jordan pill movie when laurel came and kind of saved the day the crowd erupted and I could tell the crowd was getting ready for that moment until they saw the way Adelaide's behavior. And they're like, did we cheer for her? Yeah, like, this is... Cheer her? And then no cheer there was, like, on. a reaction prior because, you know, you, you want the main characters to win. But then when that happened, I was getting ready. And I'm like, let me hear because she shouldn't be cheered for her. Let me hear if they cheer for her. And it was nothing. So I'm like, all right, this crowd is in tune with what they're watching. Dead silence, James Wan. Uh, that's a bar. That is. Go back and watch that movie. Nah. <laughs> uh, uh, there's something else I wanted to say. Uh, oh, yeah, the score of this movie. Probably one of my favorite scores that I've seen in a movie in a while. It's definitely one of my my favorite horror scores since It Follows. Like that opening credit scene with the bunnies. Uh-huh. Like whatever song this is. This song is jamming. <laughs> so this song is hard. I don't know what Jordan Peele did. I should have knew because the way he flipped, I got five on it for the trailer. Yeah, and then in the movie, it, like, uh, like this, like only a genius can be able to hear how if you just slow it down, add a little bit more of a, a little more organ or operesque feel to it, make it more, th- you know, make it more theatery or whatever. Like I thought that was super dope. And then he continued on that with the movie. I just yeah, thought man, he, that's crazy. I I thought maybe that song would just be played. I didn't know it was gonna be actually referenced in the movie. Good. So that tells me he he did that on purpose. Like he he thought about that when he was writing the movie. So yeah, 
he, he bodied the score. So That's the score crazy. It's crazy. So you definitely might see that. It's definitely the uh, uh, head of the game right now when it comes to the 80s for the best uh, <laughs> score slash soundtrack. So don't be surprised if that happens to be the winner unless something comes and blows it away that I just can't see happening. Uh, and then just to, for me, just to end things off on people, if you know, to compare it to get out since people want to do that. And I mean, it is natural since Jordan Peele puts he's making these movies known that he's doing these movies like he's making sure yeah. like everybody's basically going out to see it because these are Jordan Peele movies. Um, if we're comparing it to that, I think he improved as an overall filmmaker compared to that movie. And, you know, just different things here and showing he can do different genres and whatnot. But I think his story execution took a step back. And it's not because I wanted it to be as in your face and obvious as get out was. There was just times where he was, where he would what the writing for like explanation moments felt like they went on too long. And I still was confused when I think his true intention was for me to not be confused. If that makes sense. So it's still like, like I say, he's still improved as a filmmaker, but one thing I would just want to see him work on is just, you know, keep brushing up that writing and how to how to explain what you want to explain and then how to keep things vague when you want to keep it vague and not doing the opposite when you want to do the opposite, if that makes sense, which it probably doesn't. But <laughs> all right, uh, anything else you want to say on us? Not that I can think of. This dude's turning into an event filmmaker. Uh-huh. That's crazy. An original event. Like these are yeah, people. That's rare. Nah, that's impressive. Who else has anybody else, who else ever done that? Quentin Tarantino. I just yep, don't know. He, I think he's he, he the black Quentin Tarantino. That's when when I was coming up with uh when I was saying like, do you would you do that with this movie? The only movies that kept coming to my head were Quentin Tarantino movies, so I'm like they don't listen to make original movies? Yeah, I and Christopher oh. Besides, you know, like obviously like like Seth Rogen and stuff, his movies are original movies. Yeah, I'm talking like a, like people who look at because I think of Quentin Tarantino movies because you, you know it's a Quentin Tarantino movie. That's yeah. why people are seeing it. Christopher Nolan is that way, but he did Batman, so it kind of you don't think yeah, of original. So take that back a little bit. But even though he did everything else, he did was original. Yeah, if he didn't have a Batman, and if you know what's it called, didn't look the one with Harry Styles, uh, Dunkirk. Yeah, ain't <laughs> like. That don't bring like the full audience, <laughs> like like with movies like Inception and stuff. You yeah. got everybody that want to see that. You were in Dunkirk. That ain't. Like, yeah, that was my that was one of my least favorite Christopher <laughs> Nolan movies, which is sad because that's one of his best reviewed movies. Yeah, yeah. more more Caucasians. Yeah, that's like for the that old, that's for the fifty year old white critics out there. Like, oh, Dunkirk, Dunkirk, best movie of the year. Yeah, I think uh, Quentin Tarantino. Who else make? Other people make movies, but they ain't like famous like him, like Jordan Poole and Quentin Tarantino. It's just it's more of the just the name. He's, he's like the black Eli Roth. You don't want to say ain't, stuff. Ain't nobody <laughs> dying to see Eli Roth movies anymore. <laughs> like, oh, Eli Roth did that. Yeah, uh, he's definitely when you make a movie called A House with a Thousand Clock on Its Walls or whatever. Yeah, and like why you making movies like that? Yeah. That ain't your alley. You make Hostel. Yeah. <laughs> Wanted to cut their foot off. Yeah, let Jack Black cut his foot off in this movie. This kid's movie. <laughs> so, by the way, speaking of Jack Black, all the stuff I'm seeing from Jumanji so far makes it look just like the other one. Yeah, I done seen the same clothes, the same the set characters. pieces. <laughs> I'm like, don't. That, this last one was good. I if thought, y'all keep it well, the I same. What I thought would have been cool is if 
uh, you can keep Jack Black, Karen Gillan, Kevin Hart, Dwayne Johnson with them playing different like different characters. Something. I thought it I thought it was gonna be like, all right, we're still in this game, but now it's different people controlling the game. You ain't gotta bring back Alex uh Wolf. Yeah, yeah, they do. It could be different <laughs> kids getting this game. You know, you was happy when Alex Wolf came back. His now, nah. Now it's gonna be uh, whatever. Yeah, I have a feeling this one ain't gonna be as good. Yeah, it's definitely it's that just... score is gonna be lower. I tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, 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 ain't gonna be good. Shazam high. I can't yeah, they... get over Shazam. Yeah, yeah. I told you Shazam was good. Ninety-seven. Well, I, I think it's at a ninety-three now, so you can. Uh, that's not low enough. I want to see it tumble. <laughs> No weed. Uh, All right, let's move on to some topics for this uh, episode. We spoke on. Did we talk about the Once Upon a Time Hollywood trailer? I feel like we did. Uh, yeah, we did because we was talking. Yeah, we spoke on it because we was talking about how it be a comedy and whatnot. We did. Yeah, <laughs> but, but was, this, I mean, this is coming from the same person that really didn't know we did Dragon Ball Evolution on here, uh-huh. and I am still. <laughs> Don't have any recollection yeah, I gotta, of us doing that, so I got to listen to that episode. I got to pull that up just so you just, just jump in a random thought of us down in that of the, movie. Because some of the stuff you mentioned, that uh, I was like, yeah, I remember that, but I do not remember us watching him turn into the ape. I for <laughs> that sure, movie's exhausting. I for sure it's, don't remember that. Which is sad because it's only like 70 to 80 minutes long. That's why that's one of the movies we picked, but yet it, feel, it was so long to the point where I don't even remember doing it. That movie's whack. That's crazy. I really, really do not remember. That's a whack movie, man. <laughs> All right, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, uh, the trailer dropped. What do you think about it? I thought it looked good. Um, I'm just excited to see it. Look, definitely like a good performance from Leonardo DiCaprio, and that's always something um, I'm looking forward to seeing. So. Yeah, I just I'm, I want to see a longer trailer or just you know the movie to hurry up and come out. Yeah, the vibe of the movie. I know they're calling this like it's more Pulp Fiction than his latest stuff. I just feel like the vibe is more darker than what it's giving off. Yeah. Of course, you know, like there might be something that happens like the end or whatever, and I still think it's going to be his typical like humor throughout. So it, just, it did like it wasn't what I was building up in my head, but I was just building it up to be super dark since it's you know revolves around. The Manson murders being on like the outskirts of the story, and then you got Sharon Tate as one of the characters. That's who Margot Robbie's playing, and she was one of the people killed by the Man- Manson family and stuff like that. So I just, you know, it got it gave more of a little lighthearted feel, but I know that's just you know the type of vibe that he's probably just trying to give off in this trailer, and it might be the vibe that's in the movie. But expect things to take a swift turn once you actually see the movie and things get going. So I mean, I'm I'm always here for. Leonardo DiCaprio movies, and I'm definitely here for a Leonardo DiCaprio, Quentin Tarantino movie because the first time they paired up, we got classic results. So mm-hmm. I'm down. All right, Toy Story Four also dropped a trailer. What do you think about this? That looked good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my my whole thing was like, all right, what story are y'all gonna be bringing that makes three, all right, or make y'all go over or go after three when three was the perfect ending? Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna say I ain't saying this is a story, but I'm saying yeah. the movie doesn't look bad. So yeah. that's the start. When I saw it, I'm like, I was like, this can't end on four. You gotta make a five now, because <laughs> just yeah, based I, off what I'm feeling. Unless, but maybe I trust them enough to be like, hit you with that gut gut wrenching at the end. Because I be surprised. The way it sounds is what, even though 
uh, Bo Peep was sitting there. Bo Peep ain't been around. So now she just, based off what she's saying in this trailer, she's just assuming about Woody's life. <laughs> yeah, you don't know. She said to him, you don't know him. why do you want to stick around and be at the same old place? Does she not know he moved? I ain't at the same place, girl. I moved. I'm done with Andy. Yeah. I moved on. With this new girl, with the new squad. But apparently, so how long was it since Toy Story 3? I can't remember what. High school. So it's been about almost 10 years. It was? Yeah, because I remember I came home from work. For one, I felt like I sounded like Tim <laughs> Allen from Home It was? <laughs> 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 That's crazy. Yeah, because I remember I came home from a job that I only had in high school, and then I went and saw it after that. So it had to have been like 2010? So yeah, it's been oh, that means you was like, hold on. Yeah, I was like 17 or, I mean, No, what? it can't be. It can't be 2010 <laughs> then unless you are old. Wait. Hold on. No, 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 no. That's right. Yeah, because I am old. Dang, <laughs> dang, we getting old. Cause I was about to say, ain't no way we graduated around that time. <laughs> yep, I graduated. Yep, that came out in 2010, June 8th, Yikes. June 18th, 2010. It's really been that long. Oh, so I guess he's been there kind of long. With they better girl, make it seem but, like he's been there for a while, not just a couple yeah, months. But it felt like he was thinking about. It. For some reason, it felt like he's in the way they were acting in this trailer. Like they don't have any like past. Events that's happened with him, like uh, Buzz was like normal. Like <laughs> Buzz wasn't in the trailer. They make it seem like he is a background character. Yeah, in this he, movie. he seems like one of the ensemble. And I don't necessarily <laughs> like that. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> but even in the poster, he kind of sitting a little yeah. too much behind Woody and Bo Peep. Because I would have thought. Because when I got like the idea of what the concept was, I thought it was gonna be Woody and Buzz going on the adventure like they normally do. Yeah, they're like not. And as even though. in Toy Story three, Buzz started to. Not is he, be is, as is he a side character? In the first one, he's it's just the this came a long way because the first movie is basically like a buddy movie yeah. of them two on an adventure because they had to get along when enemies become friends. Yeah, and then but uh, I kind of like the I can tell like there's like a deeper messaging in this one because Forky is like I'm garbage. I'm not. <laughs> he said I'm meant to be for soup. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> was whatever. Funny. And then uh, hit a try. <laughs> <laughs> and that was pretty funny. And he's trying to tell him you're a toy. And what's the girl's name? Maggie. I Maggie. honestly don't remember. <laughs> that, you you're no Andy. Does he still got? Does Woody still got Andy at the bottom of his foot? He probably got on his lower back now. <laughs> I don't know why he has it there. That <laughs> just makes Woody weird. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was look good. I wasn't disappointed. I guess I can say that. Yep. It looks like it has uh, some good. I just what, the only part I'm worried about is, and I'll see when it comes out, is that ending. Yeah. I'll, what's the third part of this movie going to be? The motions better the hit final me. Final act. And I need I want to cry. I'm sensitive now, so if this movie can't make me tear up, then they sad. Yeah, and I don't cry in movies, so yeah. Toy Story three got me close. <laughs> Dang, Toy Story 3 had me with my lumps all in my throat. That's crazy. Like, no. I watched Fruitvale Station with a straight yeah, face, but Toy me. Story 3, boy. Let's <laughs> see Fruitvale Station at least 15 times, and every time I got a daughter. I should watch, oh. I should watch Fruitvale Station before bed tonight and see. <laughs> like, this is good sleep. <laughs> sleep, yeah, like, sleep don't movie. get me. I can go to bed on off this. I am. I'm sad. I, I was watching a clip where that kid was blindfolded. And uh, 
doing that little kickboxing or whatever. Oh, yeah, and, and his, his dad. dad yeah. <laughs> and then when he took the mask, I was like, okay, I got I to gotta turn this. I watched. <laughs> I watched. And I'm like, let me see if this. Something, something's clearly wrong with me. Yeah, I'm, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, that's cool. I'm that soft. ain't no, that ain't no Toy Story three. <laughs> that ain't no made up. And yeah, that ain't nothing. <laughs> something about that being fake. It, it felt real. Oh uh, yeah, I'm just soft. So I'm giving because them holding hands. Yeah, that, that got me. But him, something about him giving away his toys at the end and telling him a little. I'm like, you don't want them no more. <laughs> yeah, they never air because they hit hard. Because I had to give up my toys. Yeah. I wish I didn't. <laughs> I'd have sold them bad boys yeah, for yeah, money. I'm, saying, I'm getting my toys for profit. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, anyway, so yeah, that, that looked all right. All right, moving on. The Fox-Disney merger officially went through. Yes. Kind of quietly. Like, they done built it up yeah. so much. Yeah, it's been <laughs> taking so long. <laughs> they, like, they, they finished the deal, what, over a year ago? I mean, yeah, they probably. Uh, they set the deal up over a year ago. Yeah, so just, in your head, you feel like, yes, they got everything back. But then it's a process. Then it was like, all right, December is when everything's a go. Like, so it's not a go from the time y'all decide yeah, to like, sell. Because in my head it was a go a long so, time ago. Yeah, so <laughs> now it's a go. And so now the deal's finalized in some months. So now we're finally here after this long. What if Comcast would have got, got bought Fox? Would have won the bid? What does that mean? What Comcast would be like, all right, X-Men time. <laughs> yeah, I don't we know what do that means. Fantastic we going to do that Fantastic Four they talked about when they were going to be kids. I forgot about that. Fox was, had some bad ideas up their sleeve. They were freaking out. Uh, they even had where, yeah, when Michael B. was still going to be in it. Yeah, it sounds like a little mentor. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was time. It was time. Because, yeah, Fox, y'all done ran y'all's course with ideas. Y'all just forcing stuff out. I saw somewhere said Disney doesn't have, like, the Fox TV channel. But then I saw their website. And, boy, did they have the Simpsons. (laughs) They they had the Simpsons and Family Guy on there. I know they they just got to sell the sports stuff, but I believe they got all the TV stuff. They got Modern Family. They They basically have everything now. Everything that's, just assume it's under Disney. That's crazy. So do they? Are they going to interfere with the other stuff? That's like cool. what happens? Is they going to slow keep the show on Fox? Take them call it. We're going to call this uh, just like we when we took over uh, ABC Family and changed. Well, eventually it got down to free form. I don't know how that happened, but <laughs> it got dark. It, it could be, be ABC Family anymore. Wasn't, well, it used to be called Fox Family. It was something stupid. But, uh, I don't know. Maybe they'll just keep the Fox hopefully brand. Leave, hopefully, just leave everything the same. Don't bother. You'll just own it now. They already disbanded Fox 2000. Oh, and yeah. I'm like, they, what is Fox 2000? Like, y'all was about to be disbanded anyways. They like Love, Simon, your, yeah. the movie you love so much. Uh, yeah, I ain't never seen it. Uh, the movie with that about that uh, kid getting shot by the cops. Yeah. The hate you give. Yeah. <laughs> That's just, crazy. So they got a bunch of layoffs with that. So I mean, we're just gonna slowly figure out over time because they got a lot of stuff to work through. So it'll be interesting to see what as, they do. Let's see, they bought they bought Marvel, and that either hasn't like it's it either enhanced it or kept it the same or whatever. They but Marvel more fits. You could work it out with Disney. Same with Star Wars. Kind of has like a can be a Disney feel, but. Certain like Fox, they don't really got the Disney feel, especially with like their shows and everything. 
definitely their shows. Um, FX and so Atlanta, like uh, this week on Disney's Atlanta. Yeah, y'all just gotta just just they just leave just, it be. Act, yeah, just act as y'all y'all just get the money off of it. Y'all don't really need to affect all the creativeness. Of some stuff you don't got to put the Disney stamp. Anything got to be family friendly. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully we'll see where they go with this. I, People I, be getting drunk at Disney. Yeah, I'm. I, I'm. In, I'm pretty sure Disneyland got a bunch of drunks walking around. I think it should be fine. I just hope they don't interfere with nothing. Get the canceling stuff. They shouldn't. Yeah, we gonna see. We uh, gonna. That's why are this, they gonna keep the workers and stuff from Fox. I know. Besides, you know the ones they done let off. That's gonna be every. This is gonna be a long process for them. I know they've probably been planning, but it's gonna be interesting. The news that slowly comes out with it now that it's official. That's gonna be crazy. So everything. So every. So they they ain't got CBS, and they nope. ain't got NBC. Nope. But they so, basically got everything else. Yep, that's what I'm saying. That's crazy. So, that's why they call it a monopoly. That's why people didn't want it to happen. And yeah. then they'll just they'll just gain all this stuff up, and then probably sell pieces of it later. Yeah. Like, hey, y'all want this Avatar? Yeah, y'all give you a. I'll trade you after. They could do some trades. <laughs> Who got a, Universal got Fast and Furious. Ooh. That's a. We'll give you Avatar. We got two, three, four, and five for the Fast and Furious franchise. Like I'll do it. <laughs> Just off a sheer like, quality. Universal. They they had to. Well, you think we're giving up Car Wars? Man, they so y'all can have Car Wars and Star Wars. Yes, give it up <laughs> so y'all can have a y'all can just uh, break down the Avatar Disney little ride yeah. and then put it in Universal because the Fast and Furious one at Universal is regular. <laughs> so <laughs> depending on which one, it's it's like the one in California. Like it's I hope it's much better than the one in Orlando. It's just, it's just like if you it's something like it's it's better than just sitting there. I guess it's the way to explain. <laughs> I felt like I was sitting there yeah, when I went in. It's, it's a little boy, a little something. It's quick. Only do it if you have like fast pass something. If you're spending money, <laughs> like you, you feel like spending money today. Yeah, if I ever, if the one I rode, if I had to wait an hour plus in line for that. Oh no, this ain't hour plus wait. Killing myself. Yeah, <laughs> make sure you next in line. But in, in, in its defense. Most of the rides there, if I had to wait about an hour, two hours, and I get through it, and that's what I waited for. Yeah, they ain't got no rides. Nah. All right, so speaking of, or staying on this Fox and Disney thing, first question I have for you specifically, which Marvel brand should the MCU prioritize that they got from Fox? Uh, you got to, because it's probably more difficult, you got to hurry up and dip your toe into that uh, X-Men. Um They'll probably, I can, but at the same time, I can see them trying to do something with Fantastic Four because basically everybody done already casted the Fantastic <laughs> Four movie, so you already got that. Yeah, and if you go with John Krasinski, you can have yourself already with a writer and a director. But I can also, uh, they're very interested in Silver Surfer, it sounds like, so I could see that. I could see Silver Surfer and something with Galactus because people keep talking about Galactus being teased and in uh end game and everything as the new big villain. So anything but him being a clout. Anything is better. Like, I don't. <laughs> That's yeah. called budget cuts. And that was in the era of they kept doing clouds as villains in movies. <laughs> you go through a cloud era. Cause they had the cloud and Green Lantern, the yep. great Green Lantern with Ryan Reynolds, who was also possibly going to be the Flash at one or whatever they probably. said. <laughs> Every superhero like that he was probably going to be. That's crazy. Why would he? I mean, he probably would have been Quicksilver if his career didn't go right. Yeah, because you know we're not talking about the Aaron Taylor Johnson Quicksilver. We're talking about the Evan Peters Quicksilver, of course. 
Because the Aaron Taylor Johnson. There would have been a Quicksilver solo movie that Ryan Reynolds would have started that would have bombed. <laughs> Anything Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Shannon Taylor must think he got Ryan Reynolds pull. Nah, he definitely <laughs> Ryan does Reynolds, it. if his career was going a certain way, pull. Because he's not getting Gambit. And Gambit is done for sure now. That makes me, I can sleep good. I'm going to bed good tonight. Gambit is done. Kevin Feige, you don't play that. You can't tell Channing that. He probably strode up to Marvel Studios like, yeah. all right, guys, when y'all want to discuss this Gambit? They probably laugh. Like, you can like, play something else probably. Like, like, we like you. You can be the thing. And you're going to be fine with it because you're not going to be Gambit because you won't get back in shape. Like, no, you're going to be Captain Marvel's love interest in the next movie. Yeah, because we didn't give a- <laughs> Hey, good for Captain Marvel. They didn't do the love interest thing in this movie. Nope. They gave her a mentor. Yeah, that's cool. That's and they gave her different. a buddy. Yeah. And Nick Fury. They ain't give her no love interest yet. Yeah, that's pretty good. Thor is coming. Yeah. They're going to have the Captain Marvel Thor movie. Yeah, then they're going to be flirting in that movie, in Endgame, to get it started. I want to be an Endgame. Can't wait till that comes on in the opening credits. Because <laughs> they do that. <laughs> if they go from how Infinity War ended all dreary and sad to opening up. I want to be an How is Endgame going to open up? It's going to just show rubble and destruction. It's going to have. Gonna open right where it ended. It's going to have the song with Taylor Swift, and it's going to show uh, Tony Stark in space. Trapped. <laughs> like, yeah, that fits the vibe. Ooh. All right, last question on this topic. Will Disney allow all these Avatar sequels to come out, or are they cutting them short? Like, we're giving you two, and that's yeah, they, it. I want to say they may let him go up to Avatar 3 and see where it goes from there, but, yeah, they ain't. I mean, they still... One of their first big focus is they. I read they were deciding what should we do with New Mutants. <laughs> just <laughs> drop it on just streaming. Yes, yeah, stream that thing. Get it over with. I bet you they probably if they weren't or if Fox didn't put in that last minute promotion for Dark <laughs> Phoenix, I can see them having strongly considered doing the same with that movie. I wouldn't mind, especially after the that disappointing trailer we all dropped. That was pointless. <laughs> like there's no there's no sense in this anymore. Killing characters for no reason again. This, this better disgusting. have an abrupt ending. This better have an ending in it that makes it end like the rest of the, uh, like to end that series because we'll never see it. All. And that's the thing about the X Men. X Men movies use so many actors, so now those <laughs> actors ain't gonna be in these other movies and stuff. Oh well, like we could Jennifer Lawrence could have been of use in a Mar- MCU movie. But she's still welcome. She can be in uh, a yeah, Black Widow. She already did it with Red Sparrow. Yeah. Make a good version. She, yeah, <laughs> she, she wasted so much stuff for, for that movie. <laughs> uh, but speaking of that, James McAvoy said he would be interested in playing the Riddler. Yeah, because he knows his time as that is done. And based on his acting abilities and skill sets, it would fit the Riddler. It would fit the Joker. Things like that. All right. So with that, would you say in that? Would you choose the Riddler as the villain that you would choose personally for him to play, or would it be a different villain? Like maybe like uh, the villain that Common played in Suicide Squad. No, uh. I forgot that. <laughs> See, how does Common go from being like a lead villain in some movies and a lead actor in some movies yes. to a henchman? <laughs> and he wasn't even a henchman. Yeah, I don't know what he, he was, was there for a scene. That's weird. He was like, I'm let me get in this movie because you know I'm gonna have that spin off and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lonnie Love, he's an interesting individual. <laughs> but uh yeah, I can see him as that. I can even see him as the penguin. Uh, I can see him as put on weight. Yeah. Uh, 
So something like that. I guess he does have to go DC, and apparently DC is doing quite fine yep. now with <laughs> Wonder Woman. I saw somebody say they should have just started with Wonder Woman, Aquaman, and and Shazam. Like they would have known, it could have been the same outcome. They ain't know you shouldn't have started with Batman and Superman, the two biggest stars. Yeah, for one, they should have never did Justice League. I tell you that. <laughs> yeah. For one, Wonder Woman, maybe. Don't try to sell me on this dream that Aquaman should have started things up. We would all looked at this like, and they would have said Aquaman is the first movie coming out. I'm like, like, y'all ain't even try to pique my interest. Yeah, <laughs> try again. Yeah, I got to at least get some interest. So when you throw the big dogs at the end, then I'm gonna be. And amped. if it would have been at the time when they started all this, and they said Jason Momoa, nah. I'm like, uh, we already saw 10,000 BC, and I don't <laughs> think we liked it. <laughs> Yeah, they would have been. They would have messed up, yeah. especially with Shazam. And if they would have went kooky Shazam to super dark <laughs> Man of Steel, I'd have been like, "What? If, my brain don't know how to take this." Or Man of Steel would have been very silly. Oh yeah, they would. Man of Steel would have looked silly after Shazam because it kind of got like the same style suit. Yeah. <laughs> Are you too dark? Yeah, yeah. They that Superman definitely would have been the Superman everybody wanted if Shazam was the first thing and it was a hit. Yeah. Uh, then maybe I should have put Shazam first. Shazam! I can't believe this. All right, good job, Zachary Levi. Huh? Credit. I gotta see it with my own eyes. Let me see it with my own eyes, and I decide. I'm going in with such a biased mind. It's not even funny. <laughs> you know, like the better it gets, the more I'm like. I try to go in there regular. He just look. Maybe it'll make me feel better if all the good reviews also say he looks silly in his suit. If you say he looks silly in his suit, all right, I can, I'm good. Uh, guys, at least y'all, at least y'all noticed that yeah, he looks silly. No one's acknowledging it so far because his neck looks so small for that body he has. They even said that the action scenes are really good. That's all right. So this movie got good action so and it's funny. Yeah, apparently it works. <laughs> apparently that little childish looking humor paired up with it. the action works out. So maybe when it. yeah, maybe all together it looks better than how it's split up in the trailers. All right, I'm giving him a chance. Now I feel like I haven't even I can't even definitively say I enjoyed one of these DC movies. Like completely enjoyed. Like I like Man of Steel, of course. I think that's the main one I say I enjoy. Like Man of Steel, Batman vs Superman is a no. <laughs> Suicide Squad, no. Uh, Wonder Woman, it was good, but it's not like I don't necessarily even want to watch. Go back and watch it right now. Aquaman, yeah, yeah it was good, but it. Aquaman got more of like a DC vibe to it with the way way they had the little DC Comics logo made out of uh, water. That <laughs> gives me a vibe of the mobile cartoons. <laughs> and Shazam, it looks very silly. They, I don't like that. This is they're, they're about to have another movie like this because whatever it's at ninety something, that's likely to be could be higher than Endgame. Unless Endgame. If Endgame is where Infinity War was, which is like in the 60s. And it's a, a three-hour movie. Oh <laughs> bothersome. I mean, I mean, I'd still be fine because I yeah, thought Infinity War movie. was amazing. The, yeah, Infinity <laughs> War was good. So, the 60s not necessarily that bad. It's, it would be bad if it was a regular movie, but since it's a superhero movie, there's so much to do. But And I don't think anybody in their hearts would even try to give it a below a 50. Yeah, oh my gosh. They're like, if this would have been the worst reviewed uh, Marvel movie. That would hurt my heart. But yeah, I, I, luckily the Russo, they're very trustworthy. So yeah, we, they got, they got a great track record. I know this is going to be good. <laughs> it's just, you cannot like the movie. And it's going to be the biggest movie of all time. That's going to be three if it, hours. If it's able to do that three hours, yeah. then that shows you the hype that people were there. Because I still like, I felt that way about, I thought Age of Ultron was going up in Avengers, but it didn't. 
so but then I'm like, but that but that wasn't like an end of an era. But I thought it was just because it was you know we going off the all all the movies were getting bigger, and I thought that would pass Avengers. Then you see like Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom, that kind of stinks it up. <laughs> I, I don't even know what to believe anymore. <laughs> all right, moving on. Detective. Oh nope, not there yet. <laughs> All right, John David Washington is set to star in Christopher Nolan's new movie. Oh, yeah, I saw it. Now, answer quickly. Has Christopher Nolan ever had a black person lead his movie? No. Okay. So, <laughs> does this feel weird? It felt different. It was like, because that is something I've noticed. It could have been like John David Washington starring in somebody else's movie. I'm like, All right, that's cool. You got a movie. But when you see it, it's Christopher Nolan, you yeah. automatically think, hey, you got a black actor. Yeah, like, okay. He like that's him. not Morgan Freeman. <laughs> yeah, is it? <laughs> Yeah, who? He don't have black actors in his movies. That's a little bit disturbing, <laughs> but he's cleaning it up. He's facing gone John David Washington. I mean, he 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 backed it up by putting Robert Pattinson right in there too, and Elizabeth Debicki. So yeah, he he, he mashed him with some whites. Yeah, but so it, if he throws another black in there, we getting somewhere. Like huh? a, like his love interest. I hope Elizabeth is not John. If, if they have, she's too tall. To be yeah, his love interest. He's what, 5'10"? <laughs> Maybe. I ain't trying to see him stand on that Tom Cruise platform. He yeah, has to stand on all his movies to look he, people he eye to so eye. crazy. <laughs> was Tom Cruise looking Henry Cavill eye to eye and fall out? Because I feel like that would be something Tom Cruise I would remember do. remember that. <laughs> Make me the same height as Henry Cavill, please. <laughs> I want to look him straight in his mug. And I ain't wearing platform boots either. I want Nothing. it to be straight. I'm looking <laughs> eye to eye because we're the same CGI height. CGI my legs, please. <laughs> Yeah, that bathroom scene, I think they shot that at an angle. It looked like they was looking up at Henry Cavill. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Um, Detective Pikachu is right now tracking to open between 75 and $90 million this opening weekend. You surprised? Yes and no at the same time because as a Pokemon property, it should have a huge opening. But as in just this movie specifically, that feels like that's a pretty big opening. Yeah, that feels wild. Uh, I'm thinking more along the lines of, nah, that still seems, but it's, again, yes, it's Pokemon. And that's just, it don't come out till May. So that's just what it's tracking. So it can go up, it can go down. I'm thinking 56, 60-ish. But, yeah, that'd be impressive. But again, yes, this is a Pokemon movie. It's going to do great overseas. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be fantastic in China. It, this may be the big one of the biggest movies ever. <laughs> yeah, it don't matter what it do over here because overseas they might grant it a sequel regardless. Yeah. Oh yeah, we good. <laughs> this is gonna have spinoffs. We're gonna have Gyarados having his own movie. <laughs> Lord, this movie might mess around and make a hundred mil because us was tracking much lower than seventy. Yeah, Captain Marvel high. was tracking much lower than it would end up opening up with. Good. So if they kick the promotion into high gear and people start passing out Pokemon cards again like yeah, it's nothing. Yeah, something. That I, had a little flavor to it. See, when me and Brianna was recording the show yesterday, I asked her, do you remember those gold bricks that they used to put in the Pokeballs at like Burger King and stuff? Uh-huh. She said no. I was like, you was not with the yeah, culture, you man. Wasn't, you, you wasn't with us. fast food. Yeah. You ain't like Pokemon. Yeah, you wasn't with it because everybody remember the gold bricks. Yep, I surely do. And I, I t- bet you. I still have those. <laughs> They're probably, yeah, probably somewhere back in the basement. <laughs> like sell those for a buttload. Put those yeah, on I'm going to go look for those. Let me, let me pull up eBay right now. Pokemon Gold Bricks. Gold bricks. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a fire album title. Dang, the Pokemon, Pokemon Gold, Gold Bricks. bricks. <laughs> I'm selling them Poke Gold Bricks. Mm. And I and I told you the story how somebody uh, conned me into yeah. trading that my super sweet holographic card for a, what I thought was a cool card, a gold brick and a handheld Pac-Man. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I pulled that right. That's an energy card. <laughs> energy boy. Energy boy. <laughs> oh, that was a sad day. For one, on eBay, all I typed in was burger. And Burger King, Burger King, Burger King yep. Pokemon came right on up, and people are not offering a lot. <laughs> Five dollars. Yeah, we were looking around nine, yeah. nine the typical amount. I throw that on there so fast. Uh, here, somebody's the- selling their set of six for forty-four dollars with twenty-two dollars shipping, which is nuts. You're out of your mind. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. So for one, the nineteen twenty-three karat goat. Okay. That seems very fake, but they all say this, so that clearly was. Yeah, what that mean? I mean, that must be a fake version of it. Yep, so nobody's really putting too much, so I might as well go ahead and keep mine. I mean, I should have asked the guys, at, uh, the homies over there in Athens, like, hey, y'all like these gold bricks? Did y'all get these gold bricks over there yet, or need something new? Yeah. I remember I had Togepi. I had uh, Poliwhirl. Who else did I have? Polyworld. Uh, That's the one with the boxing gloves. Yeah, he got like them gloves on with the little swirl on his stomach. Yeah. Who else did I have? Did I, I have Mewtwo? I can't remember. Remember we saw that Pokemon play in Mewtwo or Mega Mewtwo, Me- whatever. Yeah, they had Mecha out. Mewtwo, the Metal Mewtwo. Yeah. They just made up a character. <laughs> We can make up stuff. <laughs> like stupid kids. <laughs> These kids okay. Eat it up. <laughs> Dang, how come they don't do them type of little plays and I stuff p- no more? They might. We just don't know about yeah, them. Yeah, I don't be paying attention. There's a lot of stuff that be going on in the city that yeah, I don't know about. Ro- they have rocket power, rugrats. I remember both of those. Yeah, Pokemon. Be a bunch of plays and stuff going on that I don't know about. Um, all right. Speaking, uh, staying in that same realm. Lorenzo D. Bonaventura, who we talked about Luke. last episode for Bumblebee. He was saying stuff oh, like, yeah. I forget what wild thing he was saying, but he might have got punishment. I don't remember. Or, I'm sorry. <laughs> he must have got. He might have got the weekly G yeah, last remember. week. But he said the Bumblebee sequel will have more Michael Bay-esque action. They're going to try to combine that with the emotional oh character gosh. story vibe in Bumblebee. Is this a mistake? Yep. <laughs> Just stick to what you did already. That worked. Why you got to gear yourself towards the Michael Bay? Michael see, Bay stopped working. See, I got mad when I read it, but then I was like, the one complaint I had about Bumblebee, though, was I need some more action. It don't necessarily got to be Michael Bay-style action. It just got to be more actions. Is that what it – does he just mean more Transformers, you know, duking it out? Hopefully. Or does he mean explosions, the <laughs> crazy shots and whatnot? He can get, like, you know, get a good action director, see what he can do with some big old Transformers. Yep, Hopefully. Yeah, we're going to see. I mean, you still can't convince me that there'll be a Bumblebee sequel, but whatever. <laughs> All right, we, we was just talking about the Russo brothers. They contemplated releasing no new marketing at all for Endgame. Do it. And I mean, they before I think the last trailer or two, I don't think they wanted to release really anything. They just wanted to throw out, like, yo, poster, boom. Would you have been down with that decision? Yep. I'm just ready to see it. I don't need y'all. Don't need nothing else to sell me, and I don't want any sort of spoiler. So, yeah, I, I definitely didn't want this last trailer, but they still did a good job trying to not tell you anything, but also letting you know, like we got this action, but we're gonna show it very zoomed and bunch of chaos in the background. You ain't gonna be able to tell what's going on. Yeah. So that's for me. That's already too much. But I definitely would have been down if they didn't. They didn't know like. 
new like trailers and marketing. If they would have just gave us the one trailer that basically showed us nothing, they could have just showed clips of the characters' faces at the very beginning of the movie, like within the first 20 minutes, just quick little boom, 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 boom. I'd have been cool with that. Or y'all could have just gave us the teaser poster and then the regular poster and then I'd have been good. Because mm-hmm. I can't wait. If this movie is three hours long and we don't, we ain't seen that many scenes and everything feels fresh and new. Yeah, it's crazy. Because with these trailers, you can piece together the order of the movie. If we ain't able to do that with this movie, mm-hmm. I'm going to feel so mad when it's over. Like, I won't get to experience this for the first time again. <laughs> uh. All right, speaking of Avengers, Michael Doherty, the go- uh, the director of Godzilla King of Monsters, which is coming out, he said he wants a Godzilla Avengers crossover. Oh, my gosh. People just, he should be on punishment. <laughs> just say stuff. I'm tired of just, they be wanting things of worlds crossing that ain't supposed to cross. In his, de- <laughs> in his defense, he was responding to somebody who posted a picture of that comic where they had a crossover oh, event. Okay. <laughs> but... My question to you is, how many drinks would it take for the MCU and Legendary to drink to consider even doing this? Marvel would have had to made a billion on the opening week and to the point where they can green like any movie they want and know it would be successful. opening week sounds crazy. <laughs> they would have to have already finished out franchises and certain characters because the ass is crazy. Godzilla... That's something you do when y'all done, y'all hit DC level at the very end, and y'all like, all right, how can we perk this franchise back yeah. up? We already made good movies. Now let's just get money. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's money time. Yeah. Let's start slamming stuff together. Let's throw any idea out there and see what sticks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, people can dream. People can dream. Yeah, they are tripping. <laughs> A rumor has it that the Rocket Man producers want to cut a nude scene from the movie to get it to a PG-13 rating and capture the Bohemian Rhapsody success. The director uh, combated those rumors and said they're lies. Don't need to be PG-13. Yeah, I mean it was just a, it. it was just like I think they said about forty seconds of uh, uh, Tyron Edgerson's cheeks and some other dude's cheeks and. It was yeah, done. Yeah, it had to be more than cheeks to get it. That's why I was like, yeah. you're, just, you're just showing booty cheeks? Yeah. That, that's what's good. It got to be some. <laughs> things getting dark because yeah, of that. Yeah, it got to be some other stuff, clearly. <laughs> but uh, my question is, will this movie be as successful as Bohemian Rhapsody? Because that movie was super successful, got a bunch of awards love for some reason, even though it was <laughs> very mixed <laughs> among he critics and the masses. Oscar. <sighs> it won Best Editing. Nah, I don't think this is going to be as successful because I think maybe around the same t- time some other stuff will, around award season, other movies and stuff will be up um, for nominations. So. Will it be money-wise, will it be as successful? Because is, is Ellen John bigger than Queen? I mean, Ellen John is the biggest queen, but... <laughs> I think he's is, bigger, maybe, but not the music. I think it's gonna be a long, long time. Oh, but you be bumping Bohemian Bohemian Rhapsody is the unbumpable song I, of all I time. I put it in my car and I have it bumping. <laughs> that they got. There's ten songs in one. Uh-huh. It's seven minutes long. <laughs> Ain't nothing catchy about it. That song is wild. I like the version that Panic at the Disco. They remade it. 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure there was like what three, four minutes. Yeah, <laughs> it was normal length. I didn't know what they were doing with that song. That song was crazy. No wonder it wasn't successful at first. Yeah, jeez. So I don't think it uh, Rocket Man would be as successful. I hope it's better though. They gotta be. <laughs> Granted, I've never seen Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, my, my dad liked it. <laughs> All right, last but not least, Zach Efron and Amanda Seyfried. Zachy. Seyfried are cast as Fred and Daphne in the animated Scooby-Doo movie, which is called, did you see this? Uh-uh. The title of this movie is called Scoob. Now, can you please tell me why they think Scoob sounds like a good there's... title for a movie? <laughs> Scoob. Yeah, there's no way they're keeping that. Scoob. <laughs> They didn't want to just call it Scooby? <laughs> no, Scoob. Just because, uh, what's the name? Flintstone? Fred? <laughs> nope. Shaggy. Uh, just because Shaggy, uh, <laughs> Shaggy says Scoob. I don't care. Scoob. That is not, nah. Hey, Scoob. Call it Scooby. Scoob? I never even understood from the beginning why it was called Scooby-Doo. As if he's the lead in this show. <laughs> Everybody likes animals. Don't speak. He doesn't say anything. Scooby Doo it all. They should call it the Mystery Team. Wait, the Scooby Doo Doo and Yabba Dabba Doo. Why are those very similar? Scooby Doo, Yabba Dabba Doo. Does anybody else got some yeah. catchphrases like that back in the day? Uh, Rocky and Bullwinkle Doo Doo Doo. <laughs> I mean, what's his name? That bear, he kept speaking in doo-doos. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Yogi. Yeah. A picnic. <laughs> a picnic. A picnic, picnic. picnic basket, boo-boo. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, but Scoob, seriously. Scoob. And Mom, t- can you take me to go see Scoob? No, because that sounds stupid. <laughs> sounds like a disease. I got the Scoobs. Got some nuts on my Scoobs. <laughs> Uh, got some nuts on my scoops. <laughs> uh. Uh, when we was watching my 600 pound life and they showed uh. that dude's back, he had some nuts on his scoops. <laughs> that was gross. <laughs> oh, that was nasty. Like, what is that? And what is... We finished that episode. The, the brother... <laughs> the brother went back after saying... You know, I've changed my diet up a little oh, bit and everything. Gosh. He went, hopped on a scale of 43 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> if I saw that, if they genuinely felt like they lost a lot of weight and so they gained <laughs> so much weight, <laughs> it's got crazy. That's funny. And he was devastated because the little brother is the one that's, you know, mobile. He's big, but you see him walking and stuff with this yeah. other brother that can't do yeah. that because his legs got all that uh, scoob on it. <laughs> <laughs> but he, the doctor told him, he said, the only reason you alive is because you're young. <laughs> and, then, and, then, <laughs> and he totally said, your brother's legs look like that because of uh, buildup or whatever. Oh. You, yours is distributed different. You're actually just as or more fat than him. He, but he was, he was, only, he was only in the six hundreds though. That's a twist. Why, yeah, that is that was a big twist. No one was expecting that. While his brother was 
hit 7-Eleven. <laughs> no, oh. no convenience store. <laughs> he was big. But then he got the surgery. <laughs> he 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 kept saying, "I can't eat or nothing. I'm in severe pain." Meaning he was just trying to get the pain. Yeah, again. <laughs> drug addict. The doctor yelled at him again. <laughs> and then What's so wrong with him? He ended up losing. He lost, I think, eighty something pounds. Jeez. So I guess still fat. Sometimes, but it was a, this was part three of these brothers, and it still ended with them fat. As ever, it didn't. I want a resolution. Kept, I like, want to see them skinny. They kept trying to. Uh, we want to send cameras out because hopefully at yeah, this round of recording, it, we got it this time. <laughs> nope. All right, we're gonna try it again. So, nope. He had a surgery. The little brother wanted to get the surgery, but uh, he had that forty-three pound pickup. <laughs> yeah, that twist of him, you're like you're just as fat as not fatter than your crazy. brother. <laughs> I don't care if you can walk. Yeah, you think you're cool because you can yeah. walk, you fit in the front seat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't let that confuse you, buddy. But it was crazy when the big brother was going into surgery. I never even thought about the fact that he, they have moms. They got a mom? They, or they have they have different moms, I guess. Oh, they do? Yeah, uh-huh. but the, I was like, she wasn't like in, around here nowhere in these uh Nope, just these the episodes dad. Because he called his mom when he was getting ready to go into surgery and they say hi. He was crying and stuff. Did you ever call her before? You just stressing the dad out, making yeah, him look very weak. Not, oh, he's giving you burgers and whatnot. Yeah, not talk, uh, stressing him out. And why ain't she like calling him and checking in? Maybe they just ain't showing it or something. But, yeah. Because yeah. in the background, the little brother was dissing the mom a whole bunch. So I'm assuming it's something. He was like, if you care so much about this one, why aren't you here with him? Yeah. So, she, must, clearly, she, she must not want to be on that show. Yeah. Eh? She's like, I'll be on part three, but not one or two. They got me through the phone. <laughs> anyway, I don't know how we got on. Uh, oh, yeah. We was talking about uh, Nuss. Yeah, Nuss and Scoob. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, anything else you want to touch on before we move to this weekly Geely segment? Nothing I can think of. All right, I got two nominees for the the weekly Geely. First up, it's a repeat offender. I don't know if they've ever won, but they've definitely been nominated. <laughs> and that is Movie Pass. Oh, yeah, they back. Yeah, it is for coming out with a new subscription plan okay. and not just dying. Now, this new subscription plan seems like they're going back to their old ways. They ain't learned. All right, so the new plan will feature a limited time upfront cost of $119.40 for a year, which See, is... and you're just opening up with too much. Which is $9.95 per month. Month-to-month subscribers can sign up for another limited time offer of $14.95 per, per month. Both subscription plans will then revert to a $19.95 per month deal. That's too much stuff. That's too much things yeah. changing. These plans will be, in the company's own words, uncapped. What does that mean? Yeah, what precisely uncapped means in MoviePass's context is not entirely transparent. <laughs> according, according to the MoviePass website, your movie choices may be restricted due to excessive individual usage, which See? negatively impacts system-wide capacity. In theory, uncapped subscribers should be able to use their pass every day. Whether that works in practice, however, remains to be seen. <laughs> Crazy. Now, it sounds like y'all trying to go back to your old ways, but then yeah. kind of not go back to your old ways. Just go away. That is, that's y'all got, crazy. Y'all got a bad name. It's just there's too much bad funk all over Movie Pass. Y'all come back at something different. Just yeah. change your name and y'all can start doing these bad things all yeah. over again. Well, no, it's you. <laughs> yeah. We'll figure it out. Like, we see that red logo. <laughs> <laughs> we see all that. All right, so Movie Pass, you're being nominated. And also, Joss Whedon. Okay. 
he's being nominated for saying Henry Cavill is the best Superman since Christopher Reeves. Now, not counting TV or whatever, the only other Superman on film was Brandon Ralph. Yeah, that's just me. <laughs> that's just me. <laughs> So that's not saying much. Yeah, not only is it not saying much, <laughs> it's just taking a uh, dissonant innocent bystander. He must have thought it was some other Superman. Yeah, I, like, I had to research because I immediately thought, like, wasn't there only Brandon Routh? And then I looked it up. Yep, only movie-wise, it's really only been Brandon Routh. Now, I ain't counting the TV shows like Smallville or Guy from Supergirl, Supergirl and stuff like that. So and really, those are literally the only other ones, I believe. So. so then what was the point of him saying that? Yeah, I don't know what he was doing. You could have just said he's a great Superman. Yeah, you got to take somebody down. <laughs> Since Christopher Reeves, that's just basically saying, Brent Ralph, you suck. <laughs> Your movie <laughs> you, sucks. You whack. <laughs> you stink. And that's also making it seem like, yeah, Henry Cowboy ain't really that great at playing Superman. He's just the best one since Christopher Reeves. Yeah, so yeah, he shouldn't even, he shouldn't even say nothing. Yeah. He should have just said he was good. And he keeps joking about uh, making jokes about reshoots, which is basically cracking on his Justice League reshoots. Yeah, like don't make jokes about it. We already we already got hyped and then unhyped and then very disappointed in this movie. So I don't <laughs> want to hear, hear you crack jokes about it. It's, it's, it's a bad taste in the mouth. So all right, so who's getting the weekly Geely this week? Is it Movie Pass? Or is it Hen- No, is it Joss Whedon? I'm gonna go ahead and give it to Movie Pass because they seem to just they can't learn. Yeah, they like do. they're getting <laughs> that's how right, and it's so confusing. Just do something regular. Y'all can't do regular. Nah, yeah, even what they think is good is something that's poorly explained, which will yeah. probably come back to bite people who actually take a risk on it. They're like, "That's not what you promised me." Yeah, it's the same cycle all over yeah, again. That's crazy. Talking about the numbers it raised to. Talking about a cap, that's too much. Yeah, uncapped, and then, uh, but if you, if you, uh, if one person ends up seeing too many movies, and that probably affect everybody else. It just, it just sounds all crazy. So, Movie Pass, you guys are getting the weekly Geely this week. Congratulations. Go sit in the corner and disband. Background. Background. All right, time to move on to the Rotten Tomatoes segment of the show. Tomatoes. For one, I forgot to do Captive State last week, so got to do that movie on top of some other ones. So going to the thing right now. It's a close one. It's like 9-8 if I'm not mistaken because you hit the nail on the head on one of the movies giving yes. you a two-pointer last two-pointer week. Two-pointer from deep. All right, first up we got – oh, never mind. It's only one movie this week, and that's Captive State. All right, so we got uh, <laughs> <laughs> Captive State. Now, that movie is no longer in the top ten. I don't even remember doing that movie. Because it was like weeks ago. And I can already say I know I'm off. Uh, Where are we at? Where are we at? All right. So, Captive State is sitting at a 45% right now on Rotten Tomatoes. I gave it a 53%. Okay. You gave it a 48%. Whew. Giving you the victory there. Yes. And I think that ties us at 9 we got a 9-9, nine, nine, no German saying no. Oh, my gosh. So we got a couple more movies coming up, so hopefully I can take the lead back. No sports. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> all right, so Dang, the two movies. I'm balling like sports. I'm uh, balling like court. Yes. Uh, <laughs> the two movies we got this week are Hellboy and Missing Link. So first up. What are you uh, predicting for Hellboy? The initial number that came to my head is super low, and I don't know if I should go that way, so I'm just going to throw it right down the middle and say 50. All right. 
because my initial number was 36 for some reason. The funny thing is, I was about to say 36 as you were saying it because I had a feeling that's what you was about to say. <laughs> it do got that kind of 36 vibe. You got like a 36 vibe. But then uh, I went with 60%. Okay. So I'm like, I'm just thinking about it like Mila Jokovic as your, your villain. That gives that gives you a sixty and under. <laughs> yeah, it's just like it ain't ninety. It's definitely not ninety. Yeah, it ain't that there. <laughs> but ain't. Shazam is ninety. Yeah, so ain't no telling. Venom sold a, or <laughs> did very well. Yeah, so I can't tell. Venom got a sequel. There's no telling what's going yeah, on. We with just, movies this anymore. Is all guessing stuff. <laughs> the Lego Movie Two bombed. I just don't know what's going on anymore. Oh my god, that's crazy. Oh, that's just oh man. That's still my favorite movie of the year, though. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Now moving on to Missing Link, Link, which is from the creators of Kubo and the Two Strings. Two Strings. What are you giving Missing Link? <sighs> no, it can't be that. I'm gonna give Missing Link seventy three percent. See, I gave it. All right, you said seventy three percent. All right, I gave it. Um, 66%, but in my head, as I just said, Kubo and two strings, I wanted to bump it up to like 83, but mm-hmm. I'm going to chill. I'm going to leave it at yeah. 66 and hope I'm right. All right, so for Hellboy, once again, I gave it a 60. You gave it a 50%. Missing Link, I went with a, I went with a 66%. You went with a 73%. Mm-hmm. So we'll come back to those when those come out. All right, this has been another nope. Something else. Blu-rays. Yep. One episode or recently, I think we didn't do something. I feel yeah, probably. I would uh, not put it past. Let's see. Blu-rays. We only got one or maybe two Blu-rays this week, but one of them is Aquaman. I mean, if I got Suicide Squad and Batman vs Superman, it might as well be a muscle. <laughs> <laughs> and, and James Wan is. By, by one of my favorite directors. So even though I didn't love the movie, I still take it. Uh, it's just so long. Yeah. Uh, there ain't really nothing else out this week, so I'll make that the last one. All right. Um. Any thing now? Yeah. Now. Now that's been another episode of the Leo B. Gyllenhaal, which I'm gonna call it. It is I, Leo Archibald, Leo the Average, Young Denzel. We all know that I'm native romantic, um, native state, the Nate side, fighting with my Natalie. Natalie, Natalie Dormer. What men Nate? She was supposed to star in movies and stuff. Yeah, that went by the wayside <laughs> very fast. By the wayside. Mm, ain't that so <laughs> From uh, <laughs> Star is Born. What is that so- <laughs> <laughs> Shallows? Nah, the other the other song they repeatedly played in the movie. Oh. Me, uh, Star. I know I got the soundtrack on my phone. What is that song called? I know it's called like by the waist by the wayside or something. Swimming in the deep. <laughs> what is that song called? <laughs> Rolling in the deep. What Adele song is called? Or the song she sings at the end after he dies. Spoiler alert. Yeah, this. What does it say in this song? (laughs) 
Talk to him, Brad. I know said that. I know he's just shut on. Is it coming? Probably. <laughs> 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 Dang, that song fire. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like hard. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Don't forget, I'm uh, the Fibbin Messiah himself, the one and only. Nah. Don't ever get it misconstrued. Roly SoundCloud, the great musical. Listen to the Leo B. Gyllenhaal podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. Um, Fancastical on Instagram. It's Joaquin Pennysworth, a.k.a. Pusha K, a.k.a. Kayanya Taylor Joy Van Zant, a.k.a. Book Engagement K, a.k.a. Fossil <laughs> Man, the Fitbit Messiah, a.k.a. Terry Hightower, a.k.a. Chevy K, a.k.a. Course Kojo. Dang. Can't breathe. The Neon Ember, the FBG, Raymond Kane, the Wordbender, Uncle Hami, the Big Man, Hoodie K, rest in peace, Tech Nine, the Battle Rapper. I know a lot of y'all were confused. And you're like, <gasps> the Fast Rapper died? <laughs> yeah. I thought he was coming out with an album. <laughs> yeah. Now the Battle Rapper. Uh, and it's also Sweet Lady. Whoa. Would you be my sweet love for what? A, a lifetime? Yeah, I'll be there when when you need me. Hey, just call and do what? Receive me like a football, like a bill. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anybody want to throw in the starting five of stinkiness? Not quite. Even though I was thinking it up, like. Chloe Grace and Rest popped to my head again. And that's not <laughs> she good. Some, she, she, doesn't, bad, she doesn't deserve to be the first one, but she has some bad stuff yeah. on her belt now. Yeah, she yeah. just she got a classic movie under her belt, but Yeah, and I think I've been stinkers. giving her the benefit of the doubt <laughs> yeah. for years now. You're the yeah. adult now. You don't get that. And when I walked in and Milkshakes was watching Brain on Fire and I saw Chloe Grace and Rest's acting. <laughs> Like, is she a bad actor? She may just not be. Yeah. But then why do they keep letting her star in movies? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Is it me? She, she had a bad. She's going on a bad year. So Greta what? stinks. What's her next movie? I don't know, but. I'm a, let me look it up. Greta was wax. Suspiria was awful. Wasn't she in that movie with Ansel? Mm-hmm. That got no love, no money, no anything. Yeah, so from fourth, what is it, fifth wave? Fifth wave fifth was wave, a stinker. Let me look, Chloe Grace Moretz. Let me look up your future movies because I'm gonna give read you another chance. Read her filmography. If she All right, let's more read bad this. Bad movies than good. Let's read this and filmography. Kickass is worth it. Both of them, I say, worth two movies. I'm scrolling down <laughs> and I'm seeing some bad boys. She's been in a lot of stuff. All right, now she's done two movies with Ansel, so that should be two points. TV show, TV show. She's a TV. I'm not counting TV movie. Let's get to. Today you die. Never heard of it. All right, let's go to straight to this. The Amityville Horror. I mean, that's not even really whack, but it ain't memorable. Wicked Little Things. I don't know what that is. Big Mama House too. No. I mean, I, I mean, she did a movie with Martin Lawrence. All right, so that's that's just zero. Uh, the Third Nail. What are these movies? The Eye. The movie. Oh, that was with Jessica Alba. That's a zero. That's a strike against her. That movie stuck. <laughs> All right, so she's negative one. I was 11 years ago, so she's probably 
Six. Two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, um, she, she got a negative one right now. Um, Poker House, never heard of it. She did like a lot of the Winnie the Pooh stuff. She did some TV shows. If it was like the like the live action movies, that'd be a point four because we all know Winnie Pooh hilarious. All right, here we go. Boat. What? Boat. You know the dog, the lightning boat, that Disney movie. Oh, Boat. Yeah. I mean, I didn't necessarily ever see that movie, but yeah. I mean, people liked this. So I guess she can be back at zero. I forgot. She did all that Tigger and Pooh stuff. Jack and the Beanstalk. The live action one, the one that Bond will like. What's his name? Nicholas Holt? Yeah, but I don't know who's in this movie. This, oh, no, that was Jack the Giant Slayer. Yeah, this is what... This says Gilbert Gottfried, Chevy Chase, Chloe Grace Moretz, Christopher world? Lloyd. This movie looks old, and the only reason I know it's not old is because Chloe Grace Moretz is in it. Yeah, it can't be as old as them. All right, she's still at zero. Right, I don't know what 500 Days of Summer. All right, so she's plus one. Um, Let Me In. I was good, I guess, so she got a two. Diary of a Wimpy Kid. I never see it. Kick A. So she got it four points now. Um, Hick. I've never heard of that. Hugo. I never seen it, so she's cool at four. Texas Killer. Uh-oh. Dark Shadows. <gasps> that should be two points down for him. Because <laughs> that was whack. <laughs> I guess she's, okay, she got like a three. Uh, she did three episodes of 30 Rock. Yes, okay, she can be back at four. Yeah, I'm just, just giving her a couple points because <laughs> she, go she's done a lot of TV shows. Yeah, I wanted to give her a kick A2. Hey, that's another five. Uh, she did an episode of American Dad. All right, that's six. That's a, that's a hilarious show. Carrie. We just leave it at six because that movie wasn't nothing special, yeah. but it wasn't whack. Movie 43. All right, now we're back to five. If I Stay. I ain't never seen that, but she ain't turning in the right direction, so I'll keep yeah. it at five. The Equalizer. She was barely in that, so I'm going to just leave it at five. Muppets Most Wanted. That was the second one, right? Yeah. Four. <laughs> Laggies. Okay, that was good. She's back at five. What's Dark Places? It sound whack. Dark Places is Charlize Theron, the aforementioned Nicholas Holt, Christina Hendricks. What is this movie? I ain't never. I don't even recognize it from looking at it, so that should tell you something. Yeah, she's still at four. Mickey Mouse Club, Bubble Guppy. Neighbors 2. All right, she's back at five. Brain on Fire. I mean, apparently, what the clip you saw, she's down to four. Yeah. The Fifth Wave. Three. I love you, Daddy. Ew. We're going to give that two because you know who directed this movie? <laughs> a one, Louis C.K. Oh, yep. Two. I don't know what he was doing on set. Uh, I was getting back. November Criminals. That's one. The Miseducation of Cameron Post. I recognize this movie. Is this a Netflix joint? I think it's about like your community. The tough uh, black guys? No. The guys that got thrown in gay conversion camps. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's your that's nah. your boy your race community. That's so your life. That. Suspiria. Alright, we added zero. <laughs> Greta. Oh, so she had negative one. <laughs> And then her upcoming movie, she got Red Shoes and the Seven Dwarfs. Uh. <laughs> it don't sound promising. Red Shoes. This is a real time. I got a poster for it. Who's in this movie? Your leads for this is Chloe Grace Moretz and Sam Claflin. Oh my gosh. I take it. This looks bad. <laughs> then you got, but 
She got the Adams family coming out. I think we might have to just sit on this for a week because she might, yeah. she might, and she might not have to because it ain't as awful. But she went on a streak where she's just losing right now. Oh, I thought Elsie Fisher was playing Wednesday Adams, but she's not. Isn't she playing like the other uh, the family across the street's yeah. daughter or something? All right, Claude Grace Morris, you are on. <laughs> you are on a. Let me ask you if some of these, some of her upcoming movies sound good. She got Shadow in the Cloud, they say. No, that don't sound it's good. It's about at all. a captain traveling with top secret documents on a B 17 flying fortress and encounters an evil presence on a board the flight. That sounds like Is too she much. playing the captain? <laughs> oh, if she is, then she's, she's losing it. What she about, can't fly no plane. She got Love is a Gun coming out with um, Jack O'Connell. And guess what? It's an alternate take on of a story about a bank robbing duo. Ain't that oh. November, cr- November Criminals? Oh, that's the... I don't know why they just won't put it. She's playing, what's it called? Bonnie? Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know why they... <laughs> <laughs> just stop beating around the bush. Uh, that could be very bad. And then Blood on the Tracks, which is a f- feature film about Bob Dylan's album. When me and my group of friends start making music, that's Bloods on the track. Okay. that is that what Us was about? The little underground people with the Bloods <laughs> and the regular people was the Crips? And they ain't play that. <laughs> I mean, everything can relates back to gang banging. Anyways, you're on watch, Chloe. Yeah, we're gonna think this over because it ain't. Yeah, you, yeah, I don't know. It's she not looking good. Ninety-seven. Yikes. She's Twenty-two. Our favorite ice hockey team is the New York Islanders. Okay, so we're clearly that's a strike against her because hockey. She her. Daughter of McCoy Lee Moretz, plastic surgeon and heir to the Moretz hosiery business. Oh, so she rich, regardless. Yeah, so she got money. Jeez, must be nice. Performed on Saturday Night Live Korea, entirely in Excuse Korean. Me. This stuff can't be possibly right. <laughs> was con- I remember Life. considered for the role of Katniss Everdeen in Hunger Games. Thank I remember Lord, that, but goodness, it didn't happen. She was very young. What is when it? Hunger Games, because how old, Jennifer Lawrence is what, like 27 or something? Oh, yeah, around there. And she's only, she's in her real early 20s. And How old is Katniss supposed to be? Was Jennifer Lawrence too old to play that role? I believe she might have been, but she wasn't like a crazy over the age, so that uh, means, let's see, 2012, like seven years ago. So maybe that 15? Like, yeah. She's a 15-year-old Katniss. They would have been shooting the movies back to back then. Yeah. Uh... Managed to fool Martin Scorsese with her faux English accent when she auditioned for Hugo. Voiced the entire character of Penny and Boat before Disney hired Miley Cyrus to do the role. That's mean. They were like, we want somebody famous. Yeah, you ain't cutting it. She prefers to be called Chloe Grace rather than just Chloe. Um, I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Call you what I want. When the Amityville Horror premiered, she was not allowed to see it. I mean, yeah, because you were like two years old. Um, She was a model before she became an actress. Y'all nasty. <laughs> yeah. Like, you look like a model. Yeah, y'all, that's, that's the type Child. of details y'all into. <laughs> um, she, she got some boring guy. <laughs> you don't want to play the, uh, the trivia game for Chloe Grace Moretz? She said she wants to work with Reese Witherspoon, Nicole Kidman, Naomi Watts, Denzel Washington, Johnny Depp. She worked with Denzel, so it's got to be before then. I don't want to see no Reese Witherspoon, Chloe Grace Low movie. That sound whack. Dang, by the time she was 17, she had starred in seven remakes. Amityville Horror, The Eye, Jack and the Beanstalk, Let Me In, Dark Shadows, Carrie, and The Equalizer. Jesus. 
That's a lot. Oh, before I make this episode two hours, just because I want to read Chloe Grace Moretz stuff. Chloe Grace facts. Chloe Grace Moretz. Chloe Grace Moretz. Hey. Chloe Grace Moretz. Hey. Facts. And that is the Chloe Grace Moretz segment of this show. So she should sponsor us, even though we was about to uh, booboo <laughs> on her. Um, all right. Is, I think we have right. the end. Yeah, we said the. Oh yeah, this is official. Yeah, end. we have the end. All right, well, so goodbye. Guess it's time to end this off with the yeah opposite <laughs> of no fair snow diamonds. Watch them glow. You're no. You're no. You you already know. Di- di- diamonds watch them glow. You already know. You already know. Diamonds, diamonds watch watch them glow. <laughs> <laughs>